Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Live Free Now radio show. LiveFreeNowRadio.com is the website coming at you live and direct every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on 98.9 The Big Talker. Check us out online stream, LiveFreeNowRadio.com. I'm John Bush, joined again by guest co-host... Kathy Bleich, the Mayak Destroyer, SPLC Don't call me Top Kathy, 35. John. <laughs> it's Catherine. Catherine. I'm fabulous. You also go by Cat. Or Cat. No Kathy, please. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> How are you today? I'm great. I'm glad to be inside out of the heat. It's really hot outside. Blame uh, the human race for the anthropomorphic global warming. You got to get rid of these golf courses, air conditioner inside. It's not sustainable. Yes, we're the ones who caused all this. Mother Nature has nothing to do with it. Don't look at the Department of Defense either. So, we got a lot to cover today. <laughs> we got a wonderful program lined up for you. We're going to be chatting with Mark Stevens of the No State Project. That's markstevens.net. He's a radical voluntarist, does a radio show, does a lot of legal activism, pro se type stuff uh, where people are pushing back. They're living freely, and of course, sometimes you run into some trouble with the courts, but he's got a lot of tactics and methods for you to to get off scotch-free as a free man. And he also does a radio show on LRN.FM. That's the Liberty Radio Network. You can actually check out this show podcasted there on LRN.FM. And that's 3 to 5 p.m. Central Time. So you'll be able to check that out today. We'll be chatting with Mark Stevens coming up after the first break, top of the second segment. And then we're going to be chatting about ATF Gunwalker, Project Gunwalker, another bit of a federal chicanery whereby... They carry out an action that's the exact opposite of what their mission is supposed to be. ATF is supposed to prevent uh, firearms from crossing the border and prevent illegal firearm transactions, but unfortunately they were engaging in just that. Additionally, we'll have Too Much Government News, brought to you by Enerfood, E-N-E-R-Food.com. Too Much Government News. Yeah, we got a big one. Uh, The police chief was actually involved in this particular story in a, a small Georgia town. And there was a little raid that took place on some young women, you know, some probably less than teenagers, younger than teenagers. But first, we're going to chat about... I would call them children. Children, there you go. They were that young. That's the word I was looking for. First, we're going to chat about the news coming up with the debt ceiling. The, The clowns up in Congress who, if you ask me, have zero credibility, are debating as to whether or not we should raise the debt ceiling so we don't risk default. They've turned on the fear tactics, as they often do, as Bush did with terrorism and as Bush did with the financial terrorism that the United States government involved in with the bailouts. Barry Obama did the same thing also uh, with their stimulus package. It was all, you know, run for the hills. The economy's going to crash. They're going to implement martial law. They even told some representatives if they don't pass this bailout package and the stimulus package. Well, now we see the same scare tactics taking place with the debt ceiling. I think it's a big fraud, a big farce, to tell you the truth. Uh, I think we're already pretty much insolvent. We were declared bankrupt back in 1933, actually, at the beginnings of the last Great Depression. The whole thing's a joke. It's just turned into a big freaking comedy routine. Anybody who's actually paying attention to real history and real current events can see the propaganda. I know last night we were watching the news and, you know, there were some things we were just like, hey, we know what really happened there. I think they were trying to blame a a hacker attack on a country and it was actually a group of uh what were they called lulsack 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 yeah so the propaganda machine is in full swing right now and it's absolutely fascinating to watch and for the people who are aware of reality versus propaganda it's becoming increasingly more obvious that they're they're in a, a spot of desperation. And I, I really like it how just controlling spending isn't on the table. It's raise the debt ceiling or else we're all going to, you know, collapse into this abyss of despair. Why aren't we telling people, go learn how to garden? You know, we're in a bad spot. How about everybody rally together and teach their neighbors, you know, how to save seeds and how to grow their own tomatoes and just start simply, you know. I, I don't, yeah. I don't understand how that's not being discussed in all this crisis conversation. Well, that's what we're discussing here on the Live Free Now Radio Show. Calling on you to live free now, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not the 2012 uh, election cycle coming up, but live free now. One thing that the federal government could do is simply end all the programs that are unconstitutional. 
I think that would save a, a whole lot of money. Uh, unfortunately, the government operates on debt and on credit almost entirely. The money that they're not coercively taking through the income tax and various other federal intrusions. They're, I'd like they're to see them debt. stop doing anything that involves violence, especially preemptive violence. You know, whether it's... Then they'd be out of business. <laughs> well, I mean, just the, the frivolous traffic stops. Everybody knows how revenue generating that is. The fact that people end up tased or cuffed or put in jail. The wars of aggression that are taking place all over the That's globe. That's expensive. It's extremely expensive. And, and it's, it's costly on a, you know, on a human spiritual level. What do we think we're doing putting all these people in cages and pointing guns and, and behaving in such awful ways i just i don't understand why that is on the table for funding but um you know if if if, if there's anything that, that they can spend money on right now let's cut social security checks first you know it's just it's interesting watching the debate you know all these people are are going to be starving to death but we're going to keep killing people all over the globe sure sure instead of keeping people alive uh, which the government can't do. The government necessarily takes things. It's it's parasitic in nature. But we've been trying down here in Central Texas to do what we can to deal with the national debt problem and the economic problems. If you've been paying attention, of course, uh, the dollar is on the skirts. There's a lot of foreign governments and foreign central banks that are beginning to lose faith in the dollar as a means of holding their reserves and also trading in oil. Uh, this has happened in the Middle East. Of course, Iraq was talking about backing out of the dollar for their their means of trading petrol, and that's one of the reasons why we invaded them. But what we've been trying to do, you know, hadn't been paying a whole, whole lot of attention to the debate besides what we catch, you know, in front of the tube every once in a while, and it is pretty comedic. But what we've been trying to do to deal with the national debt and deal with the economy is invest in silver. And for the past year or so, we've been collecting these silver dimes, and today we went out to the farmer's market been trying to eat as healthy as we can and also grow our own vegetables, but it's been a little difficult because of the heat down here in Texas. So we'll buy local so if we can help it. So we're talking about buying local, and we went down to the farmer's market with a bag of silver dimes. Pretty, that was a real sound effect there. <laughs> so we had about $70 worth of silver dimes, and we went and began asking all the vendors. This is the uh, Sustainable Food Council uh, farmer's market that takes place down in uh, Sunset Valley. And uh, it's down in South Austin. It's a little city of its own. And it's definitely, a, it was a wonderful experience. There was a lot of uh, vendors that we, we walked up to and we said, hey, have you guys ever considered tr uh, trading food for silver or taking silver instead of Federal Reserve notes or dollars? And I would say probably about 75% of the people really had no idea what we were talking about. And they couldn't fathom uh, the concept of, of exchanging silver for vegetables, which of course that's what would happen, you know, pre nineteen sixty four, you're literally exchanging silver in, in your dimes. Uh, but there were some people that were interested that they said they wanted to do a little research that may not necessarily have felt comfortable uh, selling the product. They may not know if they were getting a good deal or a right deal, if it was a good investment for them. But there was a couple people. We ran into old Ronnie Reefer Seed. He's a local activist here in Austin, and he pointed us right in the direction of a, a particular tent. So we walked up to him and asked if we accepted silver. They said, oh yeah, sure, why not? So we engaged in a little silver transaction and bought some vegetables with silver. We got some arugula, some tomatoes, a watermelon. Okra. Some okra we're going to pickle and can. A cantaloupe, peppers. Yeah, it was great. And we found another booth actually that uh, accepted silver as well. They had the same vegetables that we'd already picked up from the other shop. But there was, a, you know, there was about three and we saw a buddy that we know, uh, Tony uh, Tanaglia that works for Johnson Johnson's Backyard Garden, which is a community-supported agriculture garden here on the east side of Austin. And, uh, yeah, we hooked up with those guys. They might be willing to accept silver as well. So you can see that there's the potential for this competing counter-economy based on silver currency, whereby you will not be robbed by the, the decision of Ben Bernanke, the Federal Reserve, or by any funny bunny borrowing. And it was a great thing. There's definitely a lot of education that needs to go on. But again, we're encouraging everybody to invest in silver. It's definitely a lot better place to hold your value than the Federal Reserve note. And if you want to check out where you can get silver here in Austin, just check out Capital Coin and Bullion. They're a sponsor here on the radio show. We are coming up on a break. That's CapitalCoinAndBullion.com's Live Free Now radio show. We'll be joined by Mark Stevens on the other side of this break. Stick around.
Hey Jason, did you know that the dollar of today is worth only three cents compared to the dollar of 1913? Yeah, I heard that same thing. Why is that? Well, in 1913, the Federal Reserve Bank was created and given the power to create infinite money out of thin air. Oh, so the more dollars that are created, the less my dollars are worth. Isn't that what inflation is? Precisely. So what's a guy to do? Well, Jason, for the past year, I've been buying silver, and I gotta tell you, it's one of the best investments I've ever made. I'm sold. Tell me where I can get this silver. Well, I go to Capital Coin and Bullion. It's located on 7304 Burnett Road, right next to the Ichiban Sushi and just south of Genie Car Wash. They always have great deals on silver, gold, and rare coins of all sorts. Can I call them to get more information? You sure can. You can contact Capital Coin and Bullion at 512-371-5884. Ask for Chad or Becky. So that's 512-371-5884? That's correct. Well, I'm going to stick it to the Federal Reserve. I'm going to Capital Coin and Bullion today. Be sure to tell them Live Free Now sent you. Are you tired of big government treading on your liberty? Well, so are we. We're Brave New Books, the fiercest independent bookstore in Austin. Located a block south of UT Austin, Brave New Books not only carries the information you need to be ahead of the curve, but we also have water filters, storable food, and superfoods that help you put your help back into your own hands. Contact us at 480-2503 at bravenewbookstore.com or stop by at 1904 Guadalupe Street. Attention Big Talker listeners. Want to get the real information on the agenda behind the Obama administration's policies? Brave New Books, Austin's own fiercely independent bookstore, has the resources you need to understand the Federal Reserve, international banking, and the forces behind President Obama. Brave New Books is located a block south of UT at 1904 Guadalupe Street. Contact us at 480-2503 or at bravenewbookstore.com. Free Now radio show will bring you the news, views, and tools you can use to live a more free and prosperous life every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Check out livefreeaustinradio.com to check out the previous podcast from our programs. But right now we're joined by Mark Stevens of the No State Project, the No State Project radio show. And uh, he is a voluntarist activist who's working tirelessly to create a free society so we can enjoy our freedoms unabridged, unhindered. And uh, he's got a show, yeah, 3 to 5 p.m. on LRN.FM. That's the Liberty Radio Network, which podcasts this show as well. And he does a lot of uh, activism in the courts, people uh, flexing their rights and standing up to the man just by knowing a few, a few little uh, uh, crafty tricks and knowing the law and having the will to stand up for their liberty, I guess, is the, is the big thing. Mark Stevens, are you with us? Mark, are you there? Can you hear me? All right. We seem to be having trouble pulling Mark up over here. But, uh, yeah, he's an activist. Uh, been speaking at Porkfest before in the past. The website is markstevens.net, M-A-R-C-Stevens.net. And, again, the radio show, it's on LRN.FM. Yeah, he's a voluntarist. A couple weeks ago, we had a demo freedom of liberty on tour on the radio program to discuss the philosophy of voluntarism, which a lot of people haven't really heard of. Uh, Mark, are you with us? People have heard of libertarianism, of course, but voluntarism kind of takes it one step further in that it's not just calling for a government that should just protect property rights, uh, the ultimate, the minimal state, the night watchman state, they call it. Uh, but it's also calling for all interactions and all associations to be based on mutually beneficial voluntary consent. What do you think about that, Kat? Is that how we ought to organize a society? That's a society I would look forward to being a part of where no one is forced to do anything against their will, whether it's pay for something they don't want to pay for or participate in an activity they don't want to pay for. I think that people contribute a lot more when they're doing it voluntarily and when their heart's invested in it and when they're excited about what they're doing. And I think that's the beautiful thing about the idea of a voluntary society. Mm-hmm. Mark, are you with us? Okay, we have no Mark Stevens. So hopefully Mark will call back. Let me see if I can pick this up right here. Mark, can you hear me? Mark Stevens. Mark Stevens, are you with us? Okay, so... Hello? 
Mark, are you with us? How are I, you? Yeah, I am. Uh, this is this. We can't seem to connect. Well, I think we're connected now. Oh, okay. We are rocking and rolling. Live transmission. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I appreciate being invited on the show. Great. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, we appreciate the work you do. Uh, you can check out some of Mark's work again, markstevens.net. You have a radio show, No State Project. What's that show all about? Bring it about a voluntary society. We uh, teaching people and giving them the tools to start living free now instead of you know the the traditional route, which really doesn't accomplish much at all. And that is by asking for permission or to vote somebody in to give you permission to live free. So there are a lot of tools available, and we're all you know just some people have to take baby steps, and then you've got people like the free staters that can take a little bit larger steps towards mm-hmm. living free now. Nice. Some people take leaps. And bounds. Uh, okay, so, I mean, there's other people out there that would say we have this political institution. Its purpose is to protect your life, liberty, and property. Those are the channels that are set up in order to go about creating a more free society. Why should we do anything different? Well, and I, you start deconstructing that. Uh, they're not there to protect your life, liberty, and property. And the, the fact that it's compulsory, uh, support is compulsory, uh, is all the evidence you need to show that the government is not there to protect life, liberty, and property. If they were there to protect life, liberty, and property, they would respect it first and deal with you on a voluntary basis and get your consent first. And then you also have a lot of court cases and statutes that show the government's not there to protect you also. So whether you want to do it just basic common sense and, and, and economics or you want to go the legal route, both ways you can prove the government's not there to protect you. So uh, knowing that, why would you go to them and ask you know, them to you know, give me more freedom? I mean, autonomy does not require permission. That's what mm-hmm. freedom's about. Right on. Yeah, that's something we have a big beef with here on the Live Free Now radio show. There's so many activities that are just simple, natural human rights that the government insists you ask permission for, you know, from selling vegetables down the road at the farmer's market, uh, to having a beehive in your backyard, to even setting up a lemonade stand, which we're going to be chatting about later. So you recommend people just not even ask permission, just go ahead and do it. Absolutely, and I have a, a case that I'm working with somebody in Austin that goes right right to that. I mean, he's living it, he's actually doing it, and he was selling, you know, it's the contraband turkey case that we talk about so much on the show. I, I mean, I'm posting the cross-examination that I did before the Board of Health right there in Austin last year uh, on my website this week, and in there you'll hear the, the hearing officer tell us point blank my client's not accused of any wrongdoing. <laughs> they just don't like he didn't comply with their regulation, but he's not sure. accused of any wrongdoing. Yeah, no, no victim, no crime, right? Well, exactly. And, and so they, I have the, the agent on the stand under oath, you know, on cross-examination, admitting there's no evidence whatsoever that he, you know, he harmed anyone. In fact, in the final decision, the hearing officer stated that not only was he not a harm to the community, there was no evidence of potential harm. And this is somebody who has been providing poultry products to the Austin area mm-hmm. uh, for years, and there's no evidence of even a complaint. So that's why I bring up in my closing argument, which is on my website, that what is really going on here is like a bunch of babies. They don't like that my client did what the government can't do, and that is provide a voluntary ser- a service voluntarily to the community. I said nobody wants you, the health department or the government, because nobody voluntarily supports you. You have no voluntary support, unlike my client. Definitely, definitely. We're big supporters of the uh, libertarian strategy of agorism here on the radio show and basically talks about setting up competing services, alternatives to the coercive state institutions. And I think the people, the, the general masses, you know, why many of them may be duped and they do support this coercive system, you know, willingly and voluntarily, voluntarily some of them. Uh, I think whenever they see the benefits of trading and living in a voluntary manner, it's just going to be so appealing to them that people are just going to hop on board. Yeah, and I agree. And with someone, my client can actually bring, without asking for permission, but still providing a service the community wants, because, I mean, the community is going to dictate what he sells, of course, uh, he's able to do it cheaper. Oh, nice. Very nice. Without all the bureaucratic overhead and and licensing. So there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, they want to live free. They see that they see the inconsistency in the manner that they live. They're well aware of the state. 
And some people live in fear of the power that it has. I mean, even myself, I still drive around with a driver's license, and it pains me that I ask permission, although it expires in 2012. We'll see what happens at that step. But it pains me that I had to ask permission in order to travel. Uh, a lot of people end up in court, or they end up in jail, or they end up fined, or they end up with a guilty charge, or they just plea out. But you got some tactics where people can live free. If they end up in a little trouble with the man, uh, they might be able to flex their rights you know, in, in a manner that can get them out of the trouble so they can go on living freely, uh, you know, not entirely unscathed, but they won't have all the penalties of, of what freedom takes these days. What, what, what's that all about? Well, it's about damage control. It's not about winning. I always say that the moment the bureaucrats enter your life because you're, they're taking time away from what you really want to do mm-hmm. and you're being unproductive, you've lost. So we're going to limit the damage that these parasites, these, these professional predators are looking to do, and that's exactly what they are. And so basically what I do is I just take the nonsense that they throw at you, that you're a citizen, you're within the state of Texas, or you're within the city of Austin, and you didn't comply with this regulation or this code, and I just challenge that. All I do is ask questions because I know that the words that they are using really don't have a physical referent. They think they do. That When they say the city of Austin, it actually means – uh, the streets or, you know, the farm, whatever. They think it means geographic area, and it doesn't. And so what I do is I basically punch holes in their, uh, their map of the world and, show, and basically bring out that their map of the world does not match the territory at all. It just, the map does not match the territory. Even, it's not even close. So I just punch holes in their presentation or, or their representation and... Uh, use that to my advantage. I create a context where the easiest thing for the bureaucrat to do is to throw the ticket out. Mm-hmm. Basically, in, you know, showing that they, they can't possibly prove their, you know, their accusations. Mm-hmm. And it's just asking questions. That's, you know, it's, it's going in, not being combative, not taking a position and trying to uh, uh, put a, a burden of proof upon yourself. They've laid out their accusation, and all you've got to do is question them on it and stay on point and it all collapses. Right on. we got about a little less than two minutes left. One of those tactics uh, that you can use uh, in order to undermine what, what they're doing on the, on the other side is uh, to uh, get the witnesses thrown out like a police officer. Can you throw us uh, some advice on, on that particular use of that tactic? Sure, I, I'd love to. If you understand that it's all fictions and that they're, they're, the words that they are using have no physical referent, it's very easy to then uh, come up with a line of questioning to lead them to that point where, of course, the prosecutor doesn't want anything that's going to damage his position, so he's going to object and impeach his own witness. So, a line that, uh, so because we know the state of Texas is a fiction and has no physical referent, uh, we, we can start with a line of questioning where the, the police officer has to confirm that your presence within the state is an absolutely essential element of the alleged crime or cause of action. And so you ask them, would there be a crime if I was not within the state on this day? And you'll say, well, no, of course not. But it's your opinion I was. And you'll say, well, yes. Uh, oh, okay, well, is that an arbitrary opinion? Or is it based on facts currently within your knowledge? And you say, well, based on facts. Then I just have to step back and say, well, factually, what is the state? which is just based on his prior testimony. He just said my presence was based on facts, you know, my presence within the state. Well, that will cause the prosecutor to jump off his seat and yell, objection calls for legal conclusion, the witness can't testify, or is unable to testify, or is not qualified to testify. And they're impeaching their own witness. Okay, Mark, Mark, we're coming up on a break. Let's chat about that a little more and some other tactics on the other side. This is the Live Free Now radio show, chatting with Mark Stevens. these departments. Mark Levin. The Department of Education doesn't educate anybody. Mad as hell. The Department of Energy doesn't create any energy. The Department of Agriculture doesn't grow wheat and corn. Look at the names they give themselves. The Environmental Protection Agency? No. No. It's the Private Sector Destruction Agency. Weeknights at 5 on 98.9 The Big Talker and 98.9BigTalker.com There was nothing scheduled, but debt limit negotiations have apparently been ongoing today. 
The White House says President Obama and staff have been in touch with congressional negotiators trying to avoid a U.S. default on its debt August 2nd. If both sides can't reach a deal before the August 2nd deadline, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell has come up with a plan for the president to raise the debt ceiling without cutting federal spending. The president doesn't want a short-term fix. ABC's Taman Bradley at the White House. Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez has delegated some of his duties to his vice president and planning minister, Chavez is preparing to return to Cuba for cancer treatment. An independent committee says it's found no evidence of wrongdoing at the Rupert Murdoch-owned Wall Street Journal. A phone hacking scandal in Britain has Murdoch's News Corp being assailed on a number of fronts. Les Hinton resigned Friday as publisher of the journal, but the committee says it was not related to activities at the paper. Richard Cantu, ABC News. From the Crestview RV First Alert Storm Center, your first alert forecast. Chances of locally heavy showers and thunderstorms into the early evening, later partly cloudy, muggy, patchy fog and rain areas, lows mid-70s. Sunday, mostly sunny, hot, high of 99, partly cloudy, 77, Sunday night. Monday, mostly sunny, hot, 20% chance of locally heavy afternoon showers and thunderstorms, high 100, Tuesday a chance of storms. In the Crestview RV First Alert Storm Center, I'm meteorologist Sean Weatherby. Get in the zone! AutoZone can help protect your engine and the environment. New Valvoline Next Gen is better than new oil because it's 50% recycled oil. Better for the environment and great for your engine. Get a 5-plus quart jug of Next Gen conventional motor oil and a Fram Extra Guard filter for just $18.99. Or Next Gen High Mileage and a Fram Tough Guard filter for $21.99. Restrictions and details at store. Protect your car and the environment with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. David from St. Paul writes, My son's wondering if he'll come to his class so he can get extra credit on his biology test. Extra credit? Well, if there are any questions on that test about who can make it easy to save money by combining your RV and car insurance... Which is an unlikely question for a biology test. Then the answer is Geico. True. For all other questions about RV insurance, I like to guess answer G. E-I-C-O. Call GEICO or visit GEICO.com today to see how much our multi-policy discount could save you. Meet Stu. Hey, I'm Stu. Stu lives a mundane life. He counts beans by day and plays video games at night. My gear score on World of Warcraft is 373. Then Stu found the destinations on the dine page at 989bigtalker.com, where vacation and travel deals are just a click away. We couldn't do anything about Stu's job. But let's just say his gaming scores aren't what they used to be. This week only, Royal Caribbean Cruises for $349 and all-inclusive Riviera Maya packages for $500. For more, visit 989BigTalker.com. Haven't you found a winning ticket yet? May I just give you the winning ticket? Glenn's got it. Shoe and sock, 2012. <laughs> Seriously, you take sock? Because sock can also be used as a puppet. So anybody who misses the president, you can just take the vice president's sock and say, look, he's a puppet, too. Elect to listen. Weekday mornings, 9 to noon. Some people argue sock shoe. 2012. Yes. 98.9 The Big Talker. I say shoe sock. More stimulating talk. The following viewpoints and opinions are not necessarily those of Border Media, 98.9 The Big Talker, its staff, or management. Back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Live free now radio.com. Check it out. Got the podcast, the previous shows. John Bush here. Guest host Catherine Bleich. Voluntarius lover. Rocking and rolling. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you, Mark? I'm uh, doing great. Thanks again for uh, having me on today. Are you feeling free? Uh, always. Well, not always. 90% of the time. <laughs> good. That's a good percentage for sure. Uh, yeah, so we had a caller that called in uh, during the break. And he mentioned that he had a ticket recently for not wearing a seatbelt here in Austin, I believe. You got any tips uh, moving forward what he can do to defend himself for such a silly uh, charge when there's no victim? Oh, of course. I have a motion to dismiss that's written. uh, It's already crossed over for Texas. And uh, that's what I start with to show that uh, even under Texas law, uh, like it is in every other you know court, uh, the courts are only limited to cases or controversies, and that of course requires the violation of a legal right, you know the injuria, and uh, without that there is no case. The, uh, without a case there is no subject matter jurisdiction. The court can only throw it out. Mm-hmm. What happens when the judge, as they all too often do, uh, they don't follow the law and they just move forward? 
Well, you have to expect that. And, mm-hmm. and most of the time, the motion is not even ruled on. But what we always do, I always you know, suggest that people send a copy to the police officer because 75% of the time, the, the cop doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. And it's very, he just, and, and, but a lot of the times, though, guys, and we've had people call my show to verify this, the cop is in the courtroom. He's just, I mean, he's there at court. He's just not coming in for that particular trial. Mm-hmm. And so it's usually thrown out. The other times, if the cop does show up, uh, you can ask two questions. You, we, I've got it down to where you can ask two questions and have them declared incompetent. So with something like what the caller has, since it's probably going to be considered civil, uh, you can ask the police officer two questions. Did you file a valid cause of action against me? He will say, well, uh, yeah. And then you just ask him how many elements are in a valid cause of action, and that still impeach him, and that requires him to throw the testimony out. I mean, they always do it, but it's usually a slam dunk, 90% plus rate of uh, success on appeal when they do something like that. And because what they'll also do, guys, is not only will they de- will stop the cross-examination after two questions, they won't even let you put on a defense. It's over. And it, it, it's pretty pretty standard still, even as corrupt as these people are, uh, that if they don't allow you to put on a defense, that's automatically reversible. So wow. they, they just don't understand you're doing like the cover of the Godfather that you're pulling the strings. You want them to do that. You know, you're 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 gently persuading them to to do that because you know their nature. You know, I, I learned after so many times going in there, they're going to do certain things like clockwork, and uh, that's why we can take advantage of that. Nice, nice. So I guess there's just so many Americans that aren't even aware, uh, you know, of their rights or of these legal proceedings. And most people just go in and they don't want to deal with it. They do a plea deal or they pay this ticket out, but just takes a little bit of work and a little bit of uh, wherewithal, a little bit of wit, too, and a little bit of will, a whole lot of will uh, to move forward, a little bit of knowledge. You have a book out. It's uh, Adventures in Legal Land. What's that all about? Will this help people that are trying to flex their rights in the courtroom? Well, I don't know if it'll necessarily help people flex their rights, because one of the things we go through is that there are no rights, which those are just legal claims. Uh, however, there are a lot of str- – there's a strategy, a, a model that I present in the book that helps immensely. So, for example, here, this guy with, the, with the, the, this ticket, he could also uh, – one way to help get it thrown out is just to question them that it's a civil action. So you file a motion for a more definite statement because the ticket does not lead any reasonable person to understand what type of civil action it is. So you could just ask, is it in the nature of a contract dispute or a tort? I need the police officer to, uh, you know, let me know so I can answer properly. So it presents a model that can be used in a lot, in, uh, a lot of situations for resolving problems. So if it's taxes or traffic or even drug possession, uh, which, of course, never has a victim, other than the person whose drugs have been taken, uh, it provides a a workable model that people have been able to use to replicate the results that I have. Right on, right on. So, you know, the state is advancing. It's becoming ever more intrusive. The police state, the surveillance state is growing at a rapid rate. The wars are expanding. Uh, Yet there's a lot of people that are beginning to awaken you know, at, at a more more of a fast rate to the ideas of individual liberty and uh, to the idea that we can stand up for our rights and we can be successful in, in all these different avenues. What do you think about the future prospects for liberty? I think they're pretty good. I think that when you see things like what's happening in Greece and now, my gosh, they're even going after Italy, which is supposed to be the eighth largest economy in the world, one of the largest in Europe. Uh, it's just gotten out of hand. I mean, people are seeing every day. Now, they're not necessarily doing where the riots or, or calling for Lloyd Blankfein's head on platter, which they should, uh, but they're waking up to the nature of the beast, and they're seeing that uh, government together with these banks are the causes of all these problems. And they're the ones that are, are forcing the crack on society. And society just keeps buying, you know, keeps participating. I mean, it was obviously the market that allowed the banks and, the, and uh, to get away with the housing crash and, and you know, and actually engineer and, and do that. Mm-hmm. But they just pass the crack out to the market, and the market unfortunately picks it up because that's all they think is available. Mm-hmm. All they think is available is this crack called credit. So that's what they keep using. And I think people are waking up to that, and, and they understand that the banks, and together with the government, caused the economic problems that we're in. And they see what's going on in Europe, where they're in like Greece, they're saying, we don't want your money. We don't want your credit. That's what got us here in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then they see that the politicians, with their, you know, they're still taking the crack. 
80% of Greeks were opposed to any more bailout money, and yet the politicians voted in anyway. Mm-hmm. Just like the massive takeover of the health industry that yeah. took place last year. Yeah, the people were overwhelmingly opposed to the bailouts here, too, as well as the, uh, the health care. So what do you think about some of these revolutions? Maybe this is just media propaganda that I myself am guilty of buying into, but some of these revolutions that are taking place uh, based on the austerity measures seem to be a lot of people that are just ticked off that they're no longer going to have a, a steady flow of stolen money to their social services or whatever programs. Do you think that's the truth in some of these states, or you think people are actually some of these countries definitely are seen right through to the banksters and to actually what's going on on a global scale, but a lot of them just seem like they're just whining because the money's drying up. Well, sure, and I think I think there's a bit of both, and, and you certainly see that. You saw that in France, and, and you certainly saw with the riots that were happening across England because of the rising cost of, uh, of education, mm-hmm. if you can call it that. So I think it's a, it's a mix of both, but I think because of the Internet and shows like mine, yours, and, and, and uh, uh, and Free Talk Live, for example, more and more people are seeing through it. I think the people who are ticked off about just not having you know, free money or credit for, available for college, I think they're starting to see through it. I think, you know, and, and they're the ones that, that really are going to help because it's the people who, let's say, are, are under 25 are the ones that are going to really push this to where, you know, to where we can actually get to a voluntary society. Uh, they're seeing the government and the banks for what they are. Uh, I think an increasing rate. I mean, you know, you, you just you just look at things like Bitcoin, for example. Mm-hmm. There's more and more things like this that are coming out, and who are coming out with these programs? These are not the 65-year-olds in society. Mm-hmm. Not that we have anything against it, but it's the younger generation that's coming up that is able to see through this nonsense. That people over 30, there's so many psychological factors that play in, and and and, and social uh, pressure that come in that even if they see through it, aren't going going to take any steps to correct it. Right on, right on. Okay, we got about three minutes left. Maybe in that last three minutes, uh, we'll ask you. Uh, I also want to give you a sec to plug the radio show again uh, at the end. But uh, what are three things that uh, your average American can do to advance a voluntary society or to live a more free life in general? Well, understand the beast. You don't want to be stupid about it. Understand, you know, I wrote in the book, uh, uh, you know, know, know who, you're, you know who, who the enemy is. And the enemy is not necessarily, knowing that the enemy is not necessarily uh, Ben Bernanke or, or George Bush or whoever. The enemy here, the problem that, is that, that caused, the root cause is the concept that it is okay to employ violence to provide services. Mm-hmm. So understand it's a concept that is the enemy. An idea. It's that idea, and we have to excise that idea out of our mind. That is no longer acceptable, that we have to learn to respect the autonomy, not of our, only of ourselves, but of everybody else. That freedom is, is 100% control of your life, liberty, and property 100% of the time, and zero control over somebody else's life, liberty, and property. Mm-hmm. And I think what they, one of the practical things they can do is, is, is to network with other like-minded people so they can start trading and living free without asking for permission. Uh, and, and we offer that, you know, through thing, doing things like with Porkfest and mm-hmm. Libertopia, and we were talking about we'd do something next year in Austin. Uh, that really helps. Limit your exposure to the credit system. Anything we can do to limit how much we trade with the credit system is going to be a step in the right direction. Right on, right on. Okay, uh, we got about 10, 15 seconds left. Uh, what's the radio show? When is it? And why should people listen? The No State Project, live every 3 to 6 p.m. Central Time, LRN.FM. And we listen because we're helping people limit the damage from bureaucrats and providing the tools necessary so that we can all take steps towards uh, bringing about a voluntary society. Right on. You heard it on the Live Free Now radio show. Thank you so much, Mark Stevens. Keep living free. Thank you very much, guys. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. 
Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's libertystickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. Libertystickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. Jason Rink and John Bush here to introduce you to a brand new sponsor of the Live Free Austin radio show, Enerfood. Yeah, Jason, Enerfood is a powder mix of various green superfoods which utilizes all natural and organic ingredients in order to provide you the boost of energy you need to make it through the day. That's right. With ingredients like organic spirulina, organic chlorella, and organic barley and wheatgrass, you're sure to catch a buzz on life after drinking this mix. Best of all, it's made with non-heated ingredients. It's gluten-free and caffeine-free, so you'll get the best of what nature has to offer. No funny genetically modified nonsense. So check out enterfood.com or call 1-866-762-9238 to learn more about this green superfood powder and also check out their other invigorating health mixes and coffees. That's right. Enterfood isn't the only thing in the Enter Health Botanicals lineup. You got to check out the organic coconut powder and organic skincare lines. Go ahead and give it a try. Call 1-866-762-9238 or visit enterfood.com today. And tell them Live Free Austin sent you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Live Free Now radio show. That was an exciting and stimulating interview with Mark Stevens of the No State Project. Check out Mark Stevens with a V. Mark Stevens and Mark with the C. Mark with the C, Stevens with a V. <laughs> Check it out and you will be free. That's markstevens.net of the No State Project, 3 to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on lrn.fm. That's the Liberty Radio Network out of the free state, New Hampshire. Free state until you try to flex your rights in the presence of a police officer, and we'll see how free you are. But it's freer than others. Right now, we want to chat a little bit about Texas, the great state of Texas. The great unfree state of Texas. The stars at night are deep, big, and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. I bet you don't know that one, Kathy from Missouri. What'd I say about calling me Kathy, Johnny? Uh, should we tell them that you're from Missouri? That's fine. I like Missouri. I like Missouri, too. It's a beautiful place. Beautiful, beautiful people. More free than Texas. It is more free than Texas. Very much so. Although they have a lot of DUI checkpoints and things that are t- popping up in Kansas yeah, City. And I don't like that Texas, too much. Thanks to the hard work of Texans for Accountable Government and other organizations. Good job. We do have border checkpoints, though. Speaking of border checkpoints, uh, the Senate Transportation and Homeland Security Committee during this uh, legislative session that just passed was trying to bring up uh, driver's license and insurance checkpoints and sobriety checkpoints from another committee, and those were all shot down thanks to the hard work, thanks to the hard work and due diligence of several activist organizations, ACLU, Texans for Accountable Government, and others. Additionally, but this is something that did pass, uh, they have... Basically, gun and money checks. There's southbound checkpoints, internal border checkpoints that are further up north than the border checkpoints themselves, the national border checkpoints. And basically, they are at random asking people to search their vehicle uh, to see if there's money or drugs or firearms, which is the segue for this particular story. As many people have heard, if you're paying attention, The ATF was recently busted in a major scandal on the scale of Iran-Contra, some are saying, sending automatic weapons to Mexican drug cartels, specifically Los Zetas. And again, we mentioned this at the very beginning of the show, it's rather silly, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, whose mission is to prevent illegal firearms from being... Uh, you know, from ending up in the hands of criminals or from being exchanged, especially from going across the border to support the drug war and the, the I'm sorry, <laughs> as part of the drug war to support the border gangs. Uh, they were shipping these automatic weapons down there themselves. What do you think about that, Kat, from Missouri? I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed. And I think it just really goes to show how corrupt this system is and how 
we should not be trusting the state to solve any of our problems. If we have a problem with drug use or with mafia cartels, maybe we should all look in the mirrors of society and start thinking about in what ways we contribute to all the negative things that take place. Because, you know, pointing guns at our neighbors and stealing tax dollars to take care of the problems that we see in the world is not working. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And it's not ever going to work because it's just pointing guns at people, stealing their money, and doing the exact same behavior that you're trying to stop. And this is shown Ah. all the time, all over the place. You know, how many drugs get put out on the street by government? How many disgusting drugs are approved by the FDA that kill people every day? You know, the state is not working. Pointing guns at each other to steal money from each other, not working. Let's find a new solution. Yeah, and it's not even a problem, you know, people exercise using marijuana, exercising their right to ingest natural substances. There's there's no problem to even solve, but unfortunately... Oh, but John, it's a gateway drug. <laughs> gateway to mind expansion. <laughs> Body <laughs> relaxation. Uh, cancer healing. No, that's illegal. <laughs> Take two of these. With the side effects, constipation, diarrhea, your neck may fall off. You might die. You might die, but it's legal, folks, so you don't have to feel like you're breaking the law. FDA and you're not going to feel like you're getting in trouble. So basically what they're doing is they're scaring up everybody. They're empowering the drug cartels. They, they're giving them guns giving and them then guns. stealing money from us to fight this border war, quote unquote. And they're taking our rights away with these checkpoints. Uh, now they were using terrorism as an excuse to try to pass a national ID card, the Real ID Act, and later the Pass ID Act. And now we see them forwarding the creation of a national ID card, which is wholly unconstitutional, uh, by scaring everybody about the drug cartels and the illegal immigrants. So, so scaring people about foreign brown people from across the ocean didn't work, so let's scare them about foreign brown people right across the border. Look, it's a tactic that is so obvious, and it's disappointing look, that so many people fall for it. Look. They took her job! <laughs> they took her job! Took her That's what I gotta say about illegal immigration. Alright? They took our jobs. And they're trying to set up Sharia law. Oh, that's the other brown people we need to worry about. So that's that right there. ATF Project Gunwalker. Look it up. Google it if you want. It's a major scandal. Some of these firearms, uh, automatic weapons that were given to these drug cartels even ended up uh, killing some uh, Border Patrol agents and local law enforcement down in the border area. So, By good guns one. that they probably helped run over the border. Yeah, they did. That was actually what happened. Good the job, irony. Uh, ATF. Support your federal government. Pay your income tax. And now we're coming up on a segment of the program that uh, we bring to you every week. It's sponsored by Enerfood. That's E-N-E-R-Food.com. It's the best superfood green powder drink on the market. Organic spirulina, chlorella, horsetail. If it's good for you, they got it in there in a pure organic form. Check out Enerfood.com, E-N-E-R-Food.com for more information. But this week we love to bring you... Too much government news. Yeah. (laughs) So once again, it was not too difficult to find the too much government news this week because the government is just oh so intrusive. You can see it manifesting itself just about everywhere and always getting into all sorts of things that really have nothing to do with what government ought to be doing. So here's the headlines, ladies and gentlemen. This week's Too Much Government News brought to you by Enerfood, E-N-E-R-Food.com. Georgia police close girls' lemonade stand. Unbelievable. Police in Georgia have shut down a lemonade stand run by three girls trying to save up for a trip to a water park, saying they didn't have a business license or the required permits. Midway Police Chief Kelly Morningstar, a real winner, says police also didn't know how the lemonade was made, who made it, or what was in it. The girls had been operating for one day when Morningstar and another officer cruised by. The girls need a, needed a business license, peddler's permit, and food permit to operate. Three different licenses, folks, even on residential property. That probably would have cost more than their water park tickets. It cost, The permit costs $50 a day or $180 per year. Uh, that's got to be a, a misprint. One girl, 14 years old, Castley Dixon, says... The three had to listen to police and shut it down. The girls are now doing chores and yard work to make money. 
So <laughs> this is why young adults have such a hard time making a living. They are discouraged from starting businesses and being entrepreneurs. They are shoved through factory education systems and expected to go work for corporate America, which is now falling apart because the dollar's falling apart. Funny how that works. Yeah, this is this is this one's definitely over the top, and this isn't by any means the first instance that this has happened throughout the country. Weren't there, there Girl Scouts that got shut down for selling Girl Scout cookies a couple months ago? They're shutting them down all across the country. I mean, part of me thinks that this is too much, but another part of me is like, what if there was poison in the lemonade? What we, what would we do? Well, you know, someone might get hurt. I mean, we can't have people getting hurt. Because children hurt. are so known for poisoning lemonade. I bought lemonade from a lemonade stand when we were in New Hampshire about a month ago, well, and it was the best lemonade I'd had in a really long time. Haven't you heard about the prospect of white Al-Qaeda, of Al-Qaeda recruiting young seven-year-olds in the United States to carry out dirty lemonade attacks? You know what, John? I did hear about that, and I think we need to put body scanners on sidewalks. Body scanners on sidewalks, folks. Yeah. You heard it here first on the Live Free Now radio show. <laughs> that's right. That'll keep us safe. So that's, I mean, if that's not too much government, I don't know what is too much government. So that's the spot. Too much government news. Yeah, Georgia police close girls lemonade stand. But we wouldn't we don't want young women to be discouraged by that. This is an opportunity that people should organize around these two young girls uh, and keep the lemon state open and come buy lemonade and and if they got to get taken to court, I don't even know if you could penalize or criminalize or give these young girls tickets. Of course What would they do? Put them in, in juvie? Yeah, what Parents would probably be fine. They'd ultimately. probably get beat up in there by the security. Have you seen those shows where they yell at little kids in jail, you know? Oh, it's got to be great for their uh, self-esteem. Yeah. We're coming up on the end of the program, ladies and gentlemen. I want to remind you of a couple events that are coming up before we let you go. Nullify Now is taking place. Of course, we're big friends of the Tenth Amendment Center. That's TenthAmendmentCenter.com. We've been traveling across the country with them, promoting the Tenth Amendment individual sovereignty as well as state sovereignty that's coming up on august 20th in kansas city check out nullifynow.com for more info on that and of course texans for accountable government we support them big time on the show they're having their three-year anniversary party march 27th march it's going to be at spider house oh that's august 27th it's going to be at spider house cafe August 27th, the three-year anniversary, there'll be an opportunity to renew your membership. There'll be live music. There'll be food. There'll be booze. There'll be Liberty Community. So definitely want to check out that event, Nullify Now Kansas City, nullifynow.com, and the TAG three-year anniversary party, August 27th. That's Texans for Accountable Government, tagtexas.org. This, of course, has been the Live Free Now radio show, living free on a daily basis, trying to create a Liberty Oasis Right here, right now, not later. Check us out, livefreenowradio.com. We'll be back next Saturday with Tom Mullen.